A few weeks ago, Winnipeg's Inuit community had the opportunity to wear their culture on their faces, proudly receiving traditional face tattoos from Kyra. Kyra was invited to Winnipeg by the Manitoba Inuit Association to provide people with their markings, markings of incredible cultural significance to the Inuit. Let's get into it. I'm Kyra Kilabak. I live in Iqaluit, Nunavut, and I've been a lifelong resident of there. Currently a nursing student in my third year, I have three children. And then my passion is tattooing, specifically traditional Inuit tattoos. We saw you were coming to Winnipeg through the Manitoba Inuit Association. So why don't you tell us about what you were doing down here and why they reached out to you? Back in the fall time, um, the CEO, Nastania Mullen, had uh, reached out to me and said one of his staff had heard about me and he had this um, idea that they wanted to start connecting the urban Inuit here with their culture, start some healing, um, some self-identity and thought tattooing would be a great way to do this. Um, so he had heard about me um, and reached out to me and asked if this would be something that I would be interested in. So we worked from there and waited until it was a good time for my end and his end. And it kind of just unraveled from there. And now here we are. <laughs> How many people have you been tattooing lately? And, you know, what sort of response of things are you getting from individuals coming in? When they had first originally made the post on their Facebook site, it filled up for the week's worth of tattooing from 9 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. in about 15, 20 minutes. Um, and this included like at least 100 names on the wait list. So the demand is considerably very high. Um, so that's, yeah, it was crazy. It's been very mind-blowing especially to meet all these people that i've been in contact with for a while and to get this going um and then i'm like i said i'm working from 9 to 7 30. it kind of varies um but i've tattooed so far in the last five days maybe about 25 people it's wow. about six seven people a day wow and i mean it's so cool to hear uh the inuit community coming out to because this is at least just as, as as an outsider kind of seeing these things it seems that these kind of face tattoos and inuit tattoos are something that's being reclaimed by the culture yeah. something that's been repressed by colonialism for so mm -hmm. long i remember when i was younger i saw my first person ever with a face tattoo and i kind of understood like I knew it was uh traditional Inuit tattoos but that was the first time I've ever seen somebody and that was about 13 when I was about 13 years old and ever since then and I look back now um not even considering all the work I've done and all the markings I've given people but there is a huge growth in the amount of people who are taking this step forward and reclaiming our culture and this practice. So it's um, really cool to see that myself, but also to be a part of it and be able to give people their markings. Well, it, it's exciting to see so much Indigenous uh, cultures and peoples reclaiming what has been lost and more people being interested in learning about it being allies but of course there's so much more work that needs to be done not to say that like oh 
it's a problem solved. Uh, you know, people get to practice their traditional ways again. Yeah, we're don't worry. It's like no, no, no. It, it's this is just the tip of the iceberg of you know progress that needs to be made. I agree. It's just the beginning. Um, I think it's a great first start, but um, there's definitely a lot of work and education that needs to be done too. Speaking of education, why don't you tell me about the significance of these tattoos and the importance of it within Inuit culture? Over the past couple of years, we've seen the appropriation of a lot of face markings and tattoos by individuals being like, no, 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 this is our thing. This is our thing without you know, delving into the the history of where these actually come from, thinking it's just this trendy thing. That's a interesting topic, and I've um, it's a pretty debatable. I feel like because I know at the same time, like there is a lot of appropriation being done, but there are also different cultures who may have something similar. So things like that are okay. Me personally, I feel like it's um it is a big issue and more people are like trying to get these tattoos because they look cool they look pretty they look nice i understand that but it's really something that's a closed practice and i get people may feel like they are i want to say entitled to having this because maybe they learned the language maybe they grew up with inuit maybe they're um, somewhere in between that like gray area. But this is really a practice, I believe, that is just for Inuit. Like traditional Inuit tattoos are just for Inuit. Um, there are other ways people can appreciate our culture, even if that's a tattoo, it can be like a symbol or something. But I believe that this issue is getting larger as well, even when um, like the more people are reclaiming our culture, the more um, people are starting to do that, I find. It's, it's just one of those things of when something becomes more present, people are like, oh, this is a cool, trendy thing. I'm going to take part of it, too. I know a lot of Polynesian and uh, people, uh, uh, indigenous peoples of New Zealand. I can't remember the name of mm -hmm. what it's called, but they're full face tattoos. You know, there's a lot of people appropriating yep. that, too. And it's like it's it's finding that balance, right, of appreciation, not appropriation. Yeah, I agree. Well, for so many people who are like who are interested in tattoos and stuff, there's other ways. Like I have tattoos and stuff and I'm wanting to get more, but you don't have to necessarily go down, you know, one that's significant to a very specific culture of people. Yeah, I agree with you. What got you first started in creating these traditional Inuit tattoos? What what got you uh, inspired to get your own? So I'll step back a little bit from when I first started tattooing, and that was about 10 years ago when I was um, 17 and in high school still. Like, I've always been super into art and different um, kinds of art, so I thought I would try tattooing just for the fun of it, but I've also been very passionate about my culture and my ad identity and background. The more I tattooed and the older I got, the more I realized like this lack of knowledge and education about traditional Inuit tattoos. And it really got me interested in researching it and learning more about it and wanting to reclaim that for myself and get these markings on myself, but also to keep practicing tattooing. And over time, it just kind of fell hand in hand. Like 
when I got more comfortable that I started opening up to more clients and then it just kind of grew from there. That's so cool hearing this, this passion and inspiration that you got. And not only did it change your life, it's, it's changing others' lives, people who are getting inspired by your actions. Hey, coming all the way from Nunavut down here to yep. Manitoba to change people's lives. It's pretty surreal. Um, this is my first time ever traveling for um, tattooing, but I've had clients fly to me back in Iqaluit, um, like even people from Ottawa or different communities, because there really is this um, gap in traditional tattooists, I should say, um, especially for traditional Inuit tattoos. So even when I'm back home, it's so crazy that people have to fly somewhere else to receive something so important to them. But being able to fly here and tattoo the urban Inuit who, of course, identify as being Inuk, but maybe never really understood their cultural roots and backgrounds um, and being able to help them reconnect and educate and give them their markings has been so incredible. Well, it's it's taking those steps and making a change because once one person does it, you know, they start having that conversation with friends and family. Yeah. You know, others are inspired to get their own markings. And mm -hmm. maybe that takes the next step for, as you're mentioning, you know, some people have to fly so far to find a traditional artist. Well, maybe someone's inspired like yourself to pick up the practice or yeah. then from it, it's learning more about the culture, history, and maybe even reclaiming the language. I think it's really somewhat like a, a domino effect in that way, because once you feel empowered, um, and you go from one stepping stone to the other, it just kind of connects in a way that just feels very wonderful. Um, and with my experience so far this last few days in Winnipeg, um, I've tattooed a number of younger girls as well and have been, of course, talking about the importance of it and trying to educate them. And they're like, this is so cool. Like, it makes me want to try and do it and practice. And I really, really encourage that. Um, so I hope there'll be more growth in this for sure too. When you're getting the markings or when you're giving someone the markings, are there very specific ways like different groups or families or stuff that it's designed around? But like, so what is that process when you're giving someone their marking? Um, it really varies from person to person. But what I've been doing while I've been here, there are different regions in Nunavut where certain designs or symbols or locations of body might have been a bit different or like have different variations from other regions in Nunavut. Um, so just like helping them understand like what differences there are or they can even choose what resonates with them. Um, we go from there. Like a lot of people I find have been including their family or their stories or their land so it's been a lot of the process have been like sitting down with them doing a consultation about what resonates with them what they want to include as well as educating and then we come up with a design on the spot for the most part and then put it where they want it and then go from there how do you say it in the traditional Way, what is the name of these traditional tattoos? There are two different words for it. Um, like traditional Inuit tattoos are tunit, but then the ones on their face are called kakinit. 
is there like um a translation of to what those would be roughly in i guess english not really i'm not sure to be honest i'm not sure i mean that's that's okay i was just curious whether or not that's a good question i've never considered that myself or at least what yeah what a rough translation might be okay i mean that's interesting hey more more time for you to learn about it to see if there is or if there you know isn't a direct translation or relation at all i'll have to ask about that myself but there are not a lot of people who know about traditional inuit tattoos so i i hope that question will be answered some point <laughs> yeah it'd be interesting to find out mm -hmm. for an inuit person who is maybe apprehensive about taking those steps, but they're still thinking about it. Um, what sort of advice would you give them in that process? Mm -hmm. Like for people who are kind of more hesitant? Yeah, someone who's like, well, yeah. I, I want to embrace this, but maybe they're a little bit on the fence about whether to get it or not, or they are interested, yeah. but you know, what sort of advice or things would you give them? There's a, that's a really good point. And I have encountered this almost daily and I find there are different categories of why people might be hesitant to get this um one it might be just because it's like their first tattoo and of course that's normal and some people are not sure about it because like let's say if they're putting it on their face and they're like this is a really big commitment like people are gonna think it's just a design on my face that doesn't really mean anything or just because it's aesthetically nice looking or whatever this is where like the education piece really comes in um to play is because like this is something that was suppressed for so long this is something that was almost erased um a few generations ago even so understanding the importance of reclaiming this will have to resonate with them like it has to be important to them and they have to understand themselves the importance of it and how empowering it is themselves. And I always say like, if you're having second thoughts, there is always going to be another time. Like there's no rush. It's better for you to feel 100% confident in this. And it's okay to be anxious or nervous if you're scared of like what other people may think about it, if you're worried about you know, things like that. But well, there's still like discrimination is always something yeah. out there. And for oh, face yeah. markings, it does make you more of a visual target. I experienced that myself a lot. And even though I've had my face markings for a number of years now, it, it still bothers me in a way. But there are also people who really like are genuinely curious and like so loving about it and will like want to learn and become more educated about it. So even though like a lot of people aren't very supportive of it, there are also this other side of people who are really wonderful in their response. So I like that. Well, and it's going to take a little bit more time. Like as we're mentioning before, things are still a little rough in terms of Indigenous communities and societies as a whole perception towards Indigenous individuals. So it's going to take time and but I'd like to think, you know, future generations are more open, more interested about and accepting of differences in people, whether that is cultural, uh, ethnic or like, sexualities or things like that. Mm -hmm. Regardless of it, I, I think we're moving in the right direction, at least. I think so, too. And the funny thing about that, too, it really and 
for myself personally, like I film quite a bit of this stuff on my TikTok. So of course there's like empowerment and like more common knowledge about this, but it also really weeds out the people who are against it. And even though it's obviously not good to see that in a way, I like knowing that there's still work to be done. Through conversations like this and coming down to Winnipeg and giving people their first markings, that are those first steps. I believe so too. In that process, how how do you apply it? Is it, because I know there's a lot of different techniques to how people apply tattoos, specifically traditional ones. What is the method that you use? I actually use the gun. Um, I'm more comfortable with that. When I first learned how, it was a mix of gun and stick and poke. Um, So I know how to do both, but I prefer using the gun, especially for times like this where there's such a high demand and we want to get in as many people as possible considerably. Um, So everybody has an hour and a half booked with me while I'm here, um, which is really only like 20 30 minutes of consultation and prep and then like an hour of tattooing but what i would do like during my appointments here is just like we sit down um talk about what they want and then place it where they want with a stencil um some depending on what design it will be hand drawn and like measured um and like redone if needed and make sure it's perfect but because symmetry is very prevalent I guess in our designs so that's kind of what I do and then just get the tattoo going might as well use whatever technology is available for you right Mm -hmm. yeah there are also like um like I said stick and poke and then this practice I'm not super familiar with but there's a threading that is done where you use a a fine needle with a little bit of thread on the end and you dip the thread in ink and you sew it um, through the very top layer of the skin. And Whoa. I've never practiced that myself, but this is also another traditional Inuit way of tattooing. I think it's just so cool, like how long humanity has been practicing tattooing. Like it's only pretty modern that people have been <laughs> like, Mm-mm, no tattoos, <laughs> don't do it. And now we're seeing kind of resurgence like through varying different cultures, whether that is just for individuals like myself who think they're, they look neat and they want to adorn themselves or people who like yourself and other Inuit and other indigenous communities who are taking in these different practices because it is or holds cultural significance. It's just fun to express oneself. Yeah, I believe so too. In a way too, you're, um, because I know in this day and age, there's a lot of separation between cultures and um, ethnic backgrounds and even though this is an identity piece I really feel um, it brings us together in a way yeah yeah everyone's doing something different but it's also connected in its own sense because it's it's an artistic expression uh, in slightly different forms but it's all individuals being like hey you know, I'm passionate about this one thing and I want to express it. And the more people who do that, I think it's just, it's just cooler. Yeah. So what's kind of next for you after these appointments here in Winnipeg? What is your plans with your your craft uh, and um, I guess just your life looking ahead? Well, like I mentioned, I'm a nursing student, so that's really my go-to right now. Um, But I really always try to make time for tattooing back home when I can. 
um, like in the summertime, I'll be able to do it full time again. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I've also been sharing um, pictures and videos of the work I've been doing while I've been here. And the response I've been getting back home is inspiring more people to get it done. So they're like, hurry up and come back home so I can get my markings. <laughs> and like, people are messaging me like, oh, can you do something like that on me? I really like that design. Um, or like asking me to um, like sit down and meet with them and design something for them. So I know this event has helped a lot in this way to um, inspire more people, um, not just back home, but all over um, because there's been people from like Edmonton and Saskatchewan and Ottawa and different communities in Nunavut messaging me and being like, I really hope you can fly here next time. Like if you ever come here, please let me know. So um, I'm not sure really what the next steps are, I guess, uh, go from there but i know that due to the long wait list here even they want me to come back they want me to go to churchill and tattoo the people there but there are no solid plans yet for anything well at the very least it's exciting to know there's so many potential paths that are open up for the future yeah i'm excited for it so where can people go to find out more about the tattoo work you're doing and find out more about yourself i guess the best place would be my TikTok account, um, it's kind of mixed, but I, my my handle is Arctic Makeup. So I I post a bunch of different videos, mostly about like life in Nunavut, grocery prices, um, stuff like that. But I also do have a bunch of videos about tattooing as well. So that might be the best place. Yeah, uh, grocery prices is a very relevant conversation right now. <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, I, I know you've had a, a long day, but uh, thank you again for taking this time to chat with us and talk to us about this incredible practice and the work that you're doing. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm more than happy to um, have a conversation about it. So thank you. Hey, have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight? Leave a comment on our social media or reach out to us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was You Talk and have yourself a good one.